here's the thing. First of all, we have to start considering that anything is possible. Because the more that we limit our thinking, the more we limit our, our ability to change it or our possibilities. And I know it gets hard because I've been there in places where I wasn't even functioning, right? So when you're in that place, you don't, it's hard to, hard to open that up. But starting to open that up, I think, is a really important. And the other thing is getting really grounded, putting your awareness at the base of your spine, getting really connected with yourself uh, so that you can get out of that protection place and move towards the growth place. Once you start doing that, then you can start to work on moving the energy at the cellular level of the body. Welcome back to the North Star podcast. Today, I have the inspiring Joshua Bloom on the show. So Joshua, if you aren't familiar with him, he's a speaker. He's the best-selling author of The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And really, I feel he's a healer. He has created quantum energy transformation, and it is quite profound. It is, <laughs> I'm like lost for words because, I mean, we really do speak to the magnitude in this episode of instant shifts. And I just know that sometimes our relationship between these sorts of things that are hard to sort of immediately understand, right? Like I can create an instant shift in my body or in my mind. Sometimes when we don't understand things, we can look down on them because we kind of deem them as quote unquote impossible. And I am a really grounded person, but the thing is that you can be grounded and you can be spiritual and you can have belief in things that you haven't seen before. Um, so I have mentioned to you guys that a huge focus of mine going forward pretty much indefinitely is this idea of two things can be true at once. And so the, again, that's to say you can be the most grounded human being and you can also be the most spiritual human being and one does not exclude the other. So I just, I, I just wanted to sort of and preface that because this is a conversation that does that does speak to concepts that are hard harder to grasp in all honesty but what I do really love about this conversation is not only the magic of what it is that Joshua does but the fact that it does challenge our thinking right because this I mean this is a huge thing and this is how we really do create changes in our lives you know whether we're going the quantum energy transformation route of joshua's or we're going another route um we need to challenge our thinking we need to be open we need to as joshua says in this episode we don't necessarily need to have a thousand percent belief that something's going to work out in a specific way because who really i mean that's like trying to exert control over the universe and control over outcomes and whatnot but it's more that we need to be open and when we're open to the universe when we're open to intuition when we're open to education when we're open to instant shifts to manifestation to spirit to you know whatsoever that is really when we grow on such a profound level and as we grow internally our world externally begins to shift okay so 
that's pretty much all I really want to say because um, as I made a little bit of a promise to you guys and to myself, I want to keep these intros as snappy as possible. I don't need to go here and outline everything we're going to talk about because you guys are going to hear it momentarily. So with that, I just want to say thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. I love you guys. And as always, if you feel called to chime in on the conversation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, to reach out to Joshua. And all of those links are available in the show notes to do so. So anyway, with that, my loves, please enjoy this episode with the wonderful Joshua Bloom. So many, many years ago, I was in deep trouble when it came to my energy. My energy uh, plummeted in such a way where I would get very anxious. When I mean anxious, I don't mean like, oh, I'm a little scared. I mean, oh my, it's going to kill me kind of energy. And it was very scary to live life this way because before that, I was totally cool. Everything was fine. I didn't have any issues. Actually, life was just so easy Mm -hmm. until one day I had an anxiety attack. And then I had another one and then some more and then some more. And then I became really, really anxious and I didn't know how to deal with it. So the way that I dealt with it was to learn more. I figured if I could learn more stuff, then I could help myself. And it was also always my dream to help others. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to, you know, work with people um, like lots of other uh, well-known speakers and people who were into transformation do. And I wanted to be able to do that, which I eventually did. And that was an amazing experience having to deal with all of this other stuff, resolve it, and then help others. But what was interesting was I didn't actually resolve my problem before I helped others. Mm. I needed some really big help. So I noticed that nearby was a hypnosis center. And I figured maybe I could try this hypnosis center and maybe they know something and can help me rid this anxiety because it was it was really bad. I went in there, I had a session, and because of all the training and all the things that I knew, I realized they couldn't help me. They didn't have the skill level I needed, but I noticed that they needed help. So I offered, I said, can I help you? And the owner of the center said, well, I could use some help. And so I helped her organize her space. I helped her do some sales. I helped her run her business. And eventually I took over that business and ran it while she did other businesses instead. And basically what I did was um, just every, every part of the business that she needed help in, I helped her. And it was amazing as people would come in and uh, the first person that came in had anxiety like I did. And the lady left without anxiety in, in about 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was really exciting. But I went home with my anxiety that night. Hmm. And that was kind of a, you know, really, really great. I must know something, but, you know, <laughs> so it was kind of a, a downer in some way for me, but yeah. so happy that I was able to help this person and her anxiety was gone. This happened many, many times with all different kinds of things. Somebody would come in with fibromyalgia. I had no idea what it was at the time. And so the lady had to tell me what it was. 
And in four minutes, I was able to help her um, release the symptoms of fibromyalgia. Wow. She even walked out of the center differently. Like there was, it was obvious something had changed, mm -hmm. but my intellect didn't understand this. Like what's happening? What am I doing? So it was kind of like I fell into it accidentally, right? Yeah. So in, in this experience of, of helping people, I started to notice that people were getting some really huge shifts. And I would go home <laughs> with my problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, when is it my turn? When am I going to figure out what I need to do for me? Now, of course, working with yourself is very different than working with other people. What I could see in other people is a very different thing than what I can see in myself. So I had to learn, how do you see in yourself like I see in other people and can help them resolve the issues and help myself resolve the issue, which I eventually learned. And when I did, I got my life back and I was able to move forward in such a way where I could have a larger business. So I went online because I was only in person at that point. I went online and did international um, telesummits and podcasts and all sorts of e exciting things. And, you know, that was even a, um, a really big hurdle for me. My very first summit that I was on, someone asked me to be on the summit and I said, okay. And she said, it's going to be small. And I was like, oh, well, good, because I think I'm, I'm good for small right now. <laughs> you know, I was kind of like, because I figured I might get anxious if it was like sure. a big thing. Yeah. It's a little thing. Maybe I was good with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so then she called me back and she said, like months later, and she said, Joshua, we're, we're going to do our telesummit. It's coming up now, but we're going to go big. So yeah. you're going to have 10 to 20,000 listeners. At that point, I said, yes but I didn't know what was to come. Mm. So the night before, I started literally shaking mm. that I'm going to go on to this telesummit. I mean, my, my whole body was shivering, shaking. I didn't know what to do. And so I called them up in the morning because I, I didn't sleep all night. I called them up in the morning and I said, can we pre-record this? Mm. She said, no, we have to go live. It's either do it, Joshua, or I'll replace you. Either one is fine. And I'm like... I'm going to do it, even though I'm shaking in my boots, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. And so I remember going and stepping forth into this. Uh, we did some test questions to see if my brain was going to answer some questions. And, they, and, and that was good. I passed the test on that. So that was good. And then I, I stepped into the call where they do this announcement. I would like to introduce Joshua Bloom, who's the most amazing person in the world, and he did you know, all this, all this great stuff that they say about you, you know, and it's like, now I have to come in after that. That's really hard. And so, because I'm so sensitive. So um, they, they said all these great things about me, and I got to live up to that. But all of a sudden, they said, and Joshua would like to introduce you to the show. And I said, hi, and thank you for having me. And as soon as I did, the, the, my whole body changed in energy, like instantly. And I became that me that I wanted to be, like I would have liked it to have been like, maybe, you know, like a night or two before that. <laughs> but not like in the moment, but it was so cool. Um, the, whole, the whole experience went really well. But it was interesting how my anxiety changed after that. So I up-leveled, upgraded my energy by stepping out into the situation. But I have to say, the way that I stepped out wasn't just stepping into it. 
I made sure that I was in my body. Mm. I made sure that I was grounded. Mm. I made sure that I was open and present to the situation, even though it was hard to do that because I was anxious. Mm-hmm. I did that. And because of that, um, we, I was in the quantum field, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And that's what created the shift that allowed me to, to thrive in that moment instead of fall apart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that must have felt so... You must have walked away really high after that, honestly. Like, I'm just thinking, like, the way that you must have felt, like, transformed yourself, as you said. Like well, I was shaking also, but it was a different shaking, right? Because before I was shaking in my boots, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is going to happen. Um, but afterwards, I was shaking, but had so much confidence and the adrenaline was like flowing through my body. It was, mm-hmm. But it was an amazing feeling. I was like Superman kind of feeling. And I was like, wow, I like to feel like this every day. You wow. know? It, was, it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So for someone who doesn't know, because you mentioned that you mentioned the quantum field, and I know that you like speak to like quantum energy transformation. So for someone who has literally no idea what that is, how do you describe that to someone? And even that whole process that you spoke to, but even on a deeper level of grounding yourself when you're like, you know, people can be physically shaking as they're going up to give a speech or in high school, I remember my jaw like wasn't, I was like, why can't my jaw just be like normal? You know, it's like, oh, shaking. <laughs> I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do and how does it all correlate to this quantum field really and this quantum energy transformation that you speak of? So I learned 20 some odd different healing modalities, most of which I became a practitioner in so that I could learn to help myself and also help others. Mm. I, I became a master practitioner, for example, in, in neurolinguistic programming, mm-hmm. also hip, in hypnosis. I, I learned Reiki, all sorts of things that I could do. And I noticed that all of the modalities had some things in common that were interesting. So like relaxation, for example, is one that all of them have in common, regardless of which one it is. And sometimes relaxation would come either after the process and sometimes it would be part of getting into the process, right? So there's different, different experiences of that relaxation. But then I studied and looked at all of them and said, well, which things were not necessary? What were the, what were the things that we were doing that maybe we didn't need to do? And what were the things that really worked very, very well? So as I was looking at all the things I learned and I was, you know, combining different modalities to create something, I also learned about Dr. Bruce Lipton mm. and Dr. Bruce Lipton uh, changed my life in the sense that I understood that there was a science behind quantum and, and, and how to transform. Now he didn't really talk about the how to transform part, but he talked about the science that led to it. Mm. And he said that you have to be in growth in order to heal or transform. And if you're not, then you're in what's called protection. And if you're in protection, you either stay the same or get worse, which is what we see in hospitals today, right? People are either staying the same or they're getting worse. So I, I knew that from my own experience at this point, I knew with all the trouble that I was dealing with with anxiety, I was rarely in growth. Right. I was rarely in growth. I was almost always in protection. And then I realized in that moment, well, I'm not going to change. 
<laughs> I'm not going to change if mm -hmm. I don't get into growth first. So that's when I started to create the modality, when I realized first we have to get people into growth, mm. and then we have to get people to shift that energy at the cellular level of the body. Mm. So what is it to get into growth? So getting into growth is basically getting out of fight or flight. Getting out of fight or flight means getting out of your head. So most of us are in our head, we're overthinking, we're overstimulated, we can't sleep at night because we're, we're you know, we go to bed and we're like, now it's time to sleep, but we're not, right? We get into that place where it's difficult to sleep because our day is still running, but mm -hmm. we've tried to stop, but you know, the, the optimal word there is try, <laughs> try to stop, right? And so it's very interesting how we, how we operate. So in order to get into growth, you have to, what I call, get into your body. Mm. Now, getting into your body is, a, is, is an energetic, physical experience, not just a grounding. Grounding is like, I'm going to go to yoga, and I'm going to do these exercises, and I'll feel more connected to the earth. Mm -hmm. Great. But you don't necessarily have to be in your body. Mm. The same thing happens with hypnosis. You can be out of body, and mm -hmm. yet relaxed. So that doesn't get you into growth either, right? You have, to, you have to actually be in your body to do that. So I look at it like this. We are going to be in our body when our higher self is not up there above our head, mm. but it's down here inside the body mm. where we can actually be completely fully present. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem with this is most people have been conditioned to believe that spirituality, God, um, whatever word you like to give it, source, is up. Right. So that's part of the problem because we're all trying to get up there <laughs> and that's the wrong way, right? We're going the wrong way. So mm -hmm. we have to bring our higher self back into the body. And I have a process called being quantum that helps us get into our body where we physically and energetically pull in the higher self all the way down the body into our feet. Wow. Once you do that, you now have a different level of connection. Now, people who are, who are disconnected, which means their higher self is floating above them, what happens there is that because their higher self is, in a sense, out of body, right, mm -hmm. their, their, their energy is up instead of down, mm -hmm. They're disconnected. And what happens when we're disconnected? We get anxiety, depression, anger, all sorts of um, emotions that we don't like to deal with. And then when we are in that place for a long time, they up the ante. So, you know, if it was, you know, a little bit of anxiety, then it's a little bit more. And then, then it becomes a little bit more and a lot more and then a lot more and a lot more. And all of a sudden, we've now become an anxious person. And we didn't even know what happened, which is what happened to me personally. Yeah. So how we do this is we get into our body by pulling our higher self in. And when we do that, we are now in what, we, what I would call growth. And when we're in growth... That's where the session starts, right? When I work with someone, that's where the session starts. We engage from a place of 
beingness, not about doing. And that's one of the things that is very different about what I offer. When I help people, it doesn't matter how we're going to get there, what the steps of getting there doesn't matter. What matters is who I be and who the person I'm working with is being as we get there together. It's an energy exchange. It's an energy conversation, not necessarily a speaking conversation. So what's really powerful about this is when you get into your body and you are fully connected, you are then connected to the quantum field. The access point to the quantum field is at the base of the spine where the tailbone is. That's the access point. So when you access, when you, when you get into the body, you are fully now connected to that access point at the base of the spine. When you bring up information like anxiety, depression, or whatever it may be, or maybe there's a trauma or whatever, whatever it is for that person, mm-hmm. you then have access to move the energy at the cellular level of the body. And when we do that, the person will start to shift, have, a, have, a, have an awakening moment, have a, a shifting moment where their energy starts to move, process, transform, and then even release. As a, and sometimes it doesn't necessarily release. Sometimes it just transforms and stays in the body, but it's not the same energy. It's now different. It's huh. up-leveled or upgraded. Okay, yeah. Which is kind of cool. So yeah. a release is not necessary, but it happens, you know, half the time. Half the time it releases. Half the time it just changes. But when it changes, it's a transformation. It's no longer the same. Wow. Which really puts you into a place where, like, like when I did, that's a good example, when I did that, when I was going on to that show, and yeah. I was like, whoa, this is a lot of energy for me. And I went on the show. That's in that moment when everything transformed, I became anew. I became the next level of who I was supposed to become. The power of that was that it became permanent. I didn't have to go and do that the next show. You see what I mean? The next show, I was like, hey, let's do this. Instead of, oh, am I going to be able to do this? Is it going to be scary? None of that came because I already transformed. When we work in quantum energy transformation, we work at the levels of identity, spirituality, and purpose, the higher levels at the higher chakras of the body. Most people work lower. They work at strategy or they work at beliefs. The problem with working at strategy is that strategies are not high enough to make really, really deep changes like shifting migraine headaches or shifting a problem like fibromyalgia. You've got to work at the higher levels of change in order to make deeper, more difficult changes. That's why when you're doing a strategy, sometimes it works really great. And then it resolves this small little issue. But I mostly deal with these bigger issues. Somebody who's had anxiety for 20 years, someone who's been depressed for five years, somebody who has these big kinds of problems and empaths who are dealing with picking up other people's energies and people who are not able to manage their energy or even function during the day, right? Because of all of what they're dealing with. We move the energy at the root of that problem and shift it so that person no longer has to live that way. Wow. And so you're, you're saying it's, this isn't just like, um, you know, a mental exercise of like, let me connect to my, to my higher self, but it's really let me, for lack of a better word, become my higher yeah. self. Yeah, I love that. To, to merge the two. 
absolutely you're merging your higher self with you because most people are going to have their higher self be out of body right. of course it's a connection cord so it never leaves you but it's not if it's not inside that's a problem now bruce lipton what interestingly enough he says most of us are all living in protection which means that we're all in fight or flight to some degree mm-hmm. and that that means that our higher self is floating above our head and we're not connected with it we're not present And now it's a habit. So we reinforce it every day when we miss the bus, when the copy machine breaks, when someone says something to us and it triggers us and we we jump out of our body, right? Mm -hmm. So so all these things happen and we're not we're not um, fixing the problem because it's always happening and we're getting stuck into that fight or flight place, which Bruce Lipton calls protection. So if you're in protection all the time, which most of us are then it becomes very difficult to maintain your energy, but it then becomes physical. Mm-hmm. This is why when people hold on to these issues, maybe they had a trauma at age seven, and now they have been out of body because of that. But then they repeat, history repeats, right? So they have other traumas and other things that happen. That's the body, and now we need to stop that pattern get back into the body, get them connected to themselves and be present. And from that perspective, we're then going to move the energy at the cellular level of the body to create a quantum shift. So now they can just be in their body and not have to relive all of the trauma that they've lived in their past. Wow. And so does this, um, this technique really that you have created, does it necessitate the knowledge of perhaps a past trauma? Like, do you work with the, that part of like hypnosis of going back maybe and like reconnecting to that? Or is it all energy and just moving it and people don't even have to know so much about that? It's much easier than hypnosis actually. Right. Because when we work with energy, we're, we're go, we do go back to, right. the, to the trauma. So for example, someone comes in and they tell me, Uh, I had a car accident last year. And ever since that accident, I've had such and such problem. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, that's very interesting that you had an accident then. But what I'm more interested in is the accident that happened before that one. Mm. Do you see what I mean? What I'm more interested in is when did that accident really start? It didn't start last year. Mm -hmm. It started when you were six or five or two. or, Or maybe you noticed it when you were 13. But whatever it was... When you, when you got that first accident, we release the earliest event first. Mm-hmm. So that when you release the earliest event, what happens is that the other events afterwards resolve. Right. Okay. So that when we go back and test, because we go back and test them, we say, okay, now I want you to go back to last year. And I want you to think about that car accident. What do you notice about it now? And they're like, I can't even access it. I don't even notice that the, the car accident, I mean, I, maybe, maybe I could see the pictures, but there's no energy behind it. Wow. So we, we release it so that it's neutral. And then people are not responding to it all the time and getting triggered all the time about it. Wow. Yeah, that's so, that's so powerful. And so this, like, because you speak about, you know, the, these being like instant shifts, right? Like that, that can happen. And it's hard for... I will, I don't, almost the majority probably of people to even believe unless they followed, as you said, Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispenza, or your work, or just like 
you know, they're familiar with this, but even if you are, like I am familiar and, and, and still, and even having watched the documentaries, it's still hard to like see it, you know, or like to, can you, I don't know how much you can explain, like, can you give an example maybe of somebody that you've worked with? I just like that it could illustrate like a shift that you've seen. I mean, you did mention the fibromyalgia, like maybe you can even illustrate that one further for someone who's like, I don't know, how do, how do I even envision this happening? Well, first of all, I have to say that I agree with you 100% because when this started happening for me, Right. Because it was sort of like I didn't I didn't know what was happening. It just these things automatically started to happen and I didn't understand them. Mm. My brain couldn't get around it. You know, when I work with that lady, she was like the second person that I work with uh, with with just about anything, really. Uh, She had fibromyalgia for um, I think it was 13 years. It was a long time. And she was in bed all the time. Some days she can get out of bed and some days she just couldn't. Um, she had pain in her legs all the time. It was very, very difficult for her to live her life. And she came to see me because she had an intuition that she should see me. And I thought that was interesting because I was new to the center at the time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what fibromyalgia was and she wanted to work with me. Wow. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why. She just said I had an intuition. So obviously she has some good intuition better than mine at the time because I didn't even know that I should be working with her. Actually, I was relieved because... She was she was coming to the center for weight loss, mm. and I didn't know anything about weight loss. Mm. But because it's a, the center, you know, that was one of the prime things that, that that the center did. I figured I really should know about it. Um, but I was new in that, in that I was a newbie at the time, and I didn't know. When she said she wanted to work on something else, I was thrilled, <laughs> because I didn't. <laughs> and and she said fibromyalgia, and I didn't know what that was. And she had to tell me what it was. I said, well, she couldn't be expecting a lot, because, <laughs> because, you know, this is. She just said it was an incurable syndrome. Oh, you know, oh, all right, man. well, I'll give it a shot. You know, so um, little did I know that 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 was going to be an instant shift. That would change. I say, you know, you might say it changed her life, but the truth of the matter is it changed mine Mm. because my head had to wrap around this and say, what just happened? I don't get it. I I mean, you know, normally when we think about things changing, it either takes a lot of work or it doesn't change. You know, that's, that's our, our mindset. That's what we've been taught. That's what we see. Right. So when something just changes right before your eyes, and, and now it's a completely different experience, like this lady who had fibromyalgia, and then she tells me it left my body. Mm. You know, honestly, in that moment, I wasn't sure who the cookie one was. Mm-hmm. Um, was. Was it her or me? Because I'm actually believing what she's saying when she says that it left her body, but I wasn't ready for that. You know, who's, right. but who is? Who's ready for someone to tell you this changed? Really? Like, like with what we did, that 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 worked. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was just as a surprise for me. Maybe not as much for her because she came in knowing, I'm going to go see Joshua and we're going to knock this thing out. Wow. Now that's my attitude today. I'm mm-hmm. going to work with this person and we're going to knock this thing out. But that wasn't me at first, right? Mm-hmm. I had to evolve into that. So she taught me so much. Wow. She taught me to have that to have intuition like that and to know how to approach the situation to actually get the results. I mean, I've been doing this for 23 years now, so I've developed quite a few things since then. Yeah. 
No, it's amazing. And 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 speaking of like change and, and all of this, it's like a change in any plane of life. It's sad, really, when you think about it, the fact that we have that's just how most people, unless we're checking ourselves or we're conscious to some degree that we do move through life thinking, you know, even for example, on a very basic level, you buy uh, a skincare thing and you're like, oh, it's going to give me X, Y, or Z. And then be- the back of your mind, you're like, it's probably not, but I'm just going to spend the 40 bucks on you. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. And it's like, so we move through life and then to speak on like a much bigger plane. And because I know you speak to manifestation and all this is manifestation. I mean, it's health manifestation, but whether it's money or whatsoever, um, it's like, it's so popular these days, but then when you, it makes me wonder, you know, how many people really believe that this can actually change for them, you know, like they don't, right. They don't believe it's going to change for them. And, and the truth of the matter was, for me personally, I never believed that I was going to actually change out of that situation that I was in with all the anxiety. I thought that was, that was my life and it was going to always be that way. I was going to, I tried, but I didn't necessarily think it was going to change, you know? Yeah. But then, but then other people came in and they're like, they don't believe it's going to work either, but you know what? They've got nothing else. So they're like, mm-hmm. well, I bet I, I might as well try. Yeah. But now that I've seen this over and over and over and over again, it's a different different outlook, different perspective that yeah, I see now. That sure. I, I know what's possible. I've seen what's possible over and over and over again. So you, you, you have a different perspective. But I also realize what people are coming in with. I know that the client that I have is not going to believe it. Here's the good news. You don't have to believe it for it to work. That's what I was kind of getting at. Because everybody <laughs> says you know, you got to believe it, but then it's, it's so hard. And what a road and what a block to get over. Like, well, how am I supposed to believe it? I've never seen anybody, or even if I've seen one friend, it's like, you know, it's still so difficult. So go on, how do you do it without the belief? (laughs) I just love what you're saying, because I think it's so true with people. I didn't believe that I was going to change. Most people don't believe that they're going to change. They try, but they don't believe it's going to work. And, and the great thing about it is that I work from two different angles. One is science and one is spirituality. Mm. You don't have to believe it's going to work, but what helps is if you're open to the possibility that it can work. Mm. But you don't have to believe it's going to work. And yeah. I think that's a very different distinction. Most people are willing to mm-hmm. believe it's possible, but not willing to believe that it will work for them. Yeah. And, and, and I tell them that because I said, if you could just be in the place where it's possible, because quantum is a study of possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. So you're in, and you're in alignment with the possibility of this changing. So if you, I, I've had very resistant clients. Um, I'm one of them. <laughs> you, know, so, <laughs> you know, so I've worked with lots of people. I get it when they say, I don't think it's going to work. I don't believe this, whatever. I, I, I'm like, me too. I'm right with you, you know, because I've been there and I've experienced, you know, working, I've worked with several people myself um, and like for myself getting, getting help a long time ago. And Um, I never believed that it was going to work, but I tried. Once I learned the science, though, Mm -hmm. and how the science and the spirituality are basically saying the same thing, which is so cool, I realized that we could actually make changes much faster. There was a lady that I worked with also many years ago. 
she was having difficulty getting a job. So she had saved up money, and she um, was released from her job, and she just knew she just needed to get another one. But she took some time off. She said, I have some money in the bank. I can take some time off. This will be really good. And she did. She took this time off, and she enjoyed her time not having to work. And then the money was getting less. And it was getting less, and it was getting less. And at this point, she said, well, I better go out there and get a job because I need to, you know, have, yeah. have money <laughs> to survive. <laughs> so she went and applied for many jobs. When I say many, let's say around 50. Oh, yeah. She didn't get any of them. Not one of the jobs that she got, not an offer, not a nothing. And um, she finally got a you know, referral to me from somebody else. And she said, Joshua, um, you know, I, <laughs> I was already in the doghouse before looking for the job, but now it's really serious. I must have a job. So I, I'm like, I get it. I get it. So I realized that her energy was out of alignment. She was out of alignment with getting the job. So therefore, no one was hiring her. So I worked with her doing an exercise to shift that. I got her into her body. I got her to um, consider new things from a different perspective. And I, we moved the energy, of course, at the cellular level of the body because that's what makes it quantum. Mm. And then after that shift, this literally took about 15 minutes. That's all, that's all I spent with her is 15 minutes. In a week, she had a job. Wow. And she said, Joshua, had I not come to you, I don't know what would have happened. She said, when we had that shift, I knew what I needed to do. She knew how she was going to interview differently. She knew who she needed to be when she stepped into the interview. She knew that she needed to up-level her resume before even going. She, like All these things came to her, and boom, she got a job in a week. And not only was it a job, it was her dream job. So that was amazing. So when we have such a shift, we are not shifting at the level of strategy. We are shifting at the level of identity. She was not the same person after that 15 minutes that I worked with her. She up-leveled herself into the person she was capable of becoming like I did when I went on to that tele-summit, right? Mm-hmm. And I became a different person that day that stayed permanent. And she became a different person that day that stayed permanent. And that's how it works. So energetically is so much more powerful than uh, strategies or techniques. Mm -hmm. When we work at the identity level, the spirituality level, the purpose level, we, everything underneath that, the strategies, the beliefs, all of that changes. Do you see what I mean? So when you work at the top of the scale, everything underneath it changes. And here's the thing. When you shift at least at the level of identity, everything becomes an alignment. Even the beliefs that you have and the steps that you're going to take to get there also become an alignment. Do you see what I mean? So if you work just at the steps, but it doesn't match your identity, can you see that doesn't work? Yeah. That's what everybody does. Wow. That's so powerful. And you said 15 minutes. Yeah, in that, that case, it was 15 minutes. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's different for everybody. In that, in that specific sure. instance, it was 15 minutes. Sometimes it takes 45 minutes. There was a, there was a young woman um, whose mom called me. This was also many years ago also. Her mom called me, and she said, my daughter was hit in the head by a ball. 
several times. <laughs> and now she can't even go to school. Oh. She, can't be, she can't be in the hallways because it's too loud. It hurts. Oh. It's so loud. Yeah. She couldn't, so she couldn't go to school. She couldn't function. She couldn't listen to music. Like, you know, she's a teenager. She, you know, wouldn't she be, wouldn't, I mean, what do they do? They turn the music up real loud. Right. Nope, you, you couldn't do that with her. She had a brain injury. Mm. She was going to Walter Reed, which is, at the, well, which was at the time, the place to go for this type of problem. <laughs> they were working with her for a year before I met her. And the mom asked me, could I help her? And I said, honestly, I don't know. But would it be worth a try? I think so. And mom said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in. So she brought her daughter in. And, you know, she's a regular teenager, you know. And she, uh, she's like, you know, my mom's dragging me to this place or that place, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so I, I tried to get some rapport with her. I said, listen, I want the best for you. Um, you know, and she says, well, I, want, I, I just want this to go away. She oh. said, because I can't, I can't go to school. So she was home, she was being homeschooled and she can't be with her friends. She can't do anything <sighs> because of this head injury. <sighs> and, you know, think about a mom and, and a child having to go through this. Um, devastating, devastating. Sure. I mean, forget about going to a ball game or watching sports or being a cheerleader, all the things that oh, God, you know, a young yeah. girl wants to do, all that vanished instantly because of the head injuries that she had so I, I i said have her come into my office so she comes into my office and she sits down with me and i take her through a process but before i take her through the process i ask her well what level from zero to ten is your headache because you know with the head injury like that she constantly has a headache she said well from from zero to ten it's a 15. Oh. <laughs> Thing. Oh, my God. So I know that as I'm talking to her, it's painful just to even, you know, yeah, painful all the time. Yeah. So I just said to her, okay, let's do this. I taught her how to get into her body and how to connect and, and get out of her head because that was a good, good I mean, if you're having a head injury, being in your head isn't a good thing at all. Um, so we, we got her really into her body and really connected. And then I took her through this process. It did take about 40 minutes to go through this process. And at the end of the process, I asked her, so how are you feeling? She says, much better. I said, well, what's different? She says, well, it's about a one. Wow. I said, a one. I said, when was it ever a one before? Never, she said. It's never been a one. I said, well, that's good. I think that now on a, on a young girl like this, this, that was enough to go through. So I decided we need to stop. Uh, well, let's be satisfied with it being at a one. Yeah. So I, we, we step out of my office and her mother's in the waiting room. And of course she stands up and she runs over and she says, so, so, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't say anything. And the young girl says, it's a one. And she screams, a one? What do you mean it's a one? She's like, like you know, we were talking about before belief, right? Yeah, <laughs> like like yeah. her mom was bringing her to me, didn't, of course, not believing this is going to work either, right? right? Yeah. So that's, that's how everybody does it. And, and she, she says, what do you mean it's a one? She was thrilled. She said, is it really a one? She says, wow. it's really a one. I feel fine. Um, and I said, great. So let's come back next week and let's get it to a zero. So she stayed at a one until she came back. She was still at the one when she came back to work with me. And then, boom, we got it down to a zero, and she was fine after that. Wow. That's amazing. 
Oh my gosh, I could talk to you for so long. Um, okay, I I think we'll have one more thing to talk on, but because I know people are going to be interested, it's such a it's such a big it's a big topic. It's an exciting topic. It's life changing. I mean, let's be real. Um, let's just share right now where people can find you, and then I'll ask you my last question because I honestly feel like we could have gone on for another hour. Just um, <laughs> I just knew it. I, I knew it. <laughs> So what was your question again? Sorry. So where can people work with you? I mean, work with you, that stuff, because that's like, oh my God, how do I get these sessions, these 40 minute radical transformation sessions? Yeah. So you can go to beingquantum.com. That's beingquantum.com. And and when you get there, there's lots of information there. And it's, it's powerful to understand that when we connect we're going to you know discover what it is that you really need because everything we do is individual as, as you can tell when i'm talking about it, it's not like one way for everybody yeah. that's not how quantum works either quantum works specifically for each person it's a very well designed experience so that you get what you need not what the protocol is right the protocol doesn't matter so yeah. going to beingquantum.com is the best place to get me Amazing. Okay. And then something that we spoke to before we were like officially recording is the fact that you're an empath and obviously you're working with so many different kinds of people and people who listen to this show are pretty much very sensitive. Like that's like the overarching thing is sensitivity. Um, So what, how are you working with that? I know you have something exciting that you are, that's helping you. Um, yes. But overall, what's your advice for someone who is an empath who's maybe feeling too much? And even how, how are you protecting yourself, given all that you most likely take in throughout the day? Yeah, so as an empath, uh, we have lots of issues. Um, even though I uh, rid myself of the anxiety, I still am an empath. I'm very sensitive. So things happen and you feel everything. So I was struggling um, with issues of entities, actually. And I was struggling with negative energy that uh, would sort of come to me like a magnet. And I think it happens to so many empaths where we, where we're just delicious, <laughs> you know. And, and, these, <laughs> and, and so we're susceptible to to these to these kinds of things. And I'm like, I don't want this. So what I did was I intuited how to make a pendant. And I put it on, and literally it changed my life. Mm. And I, you know, I wouldn't have thought that a pendant would have done something like this, but it protected me from the entities. I don't have any entity issues anymore. It protected me from negative energies. Um, even my own negative thoughts stopped. I stopped having negative thoughts. It uh, protects me from EMF. It protects me from everything that a pendant should do. It really does. And so I've been sharing it with other people and they've been telling me stories. There was one lady who said she was doing a forgiveness process. Mm-hmm. And she says it takes six times to do that process to really forgive one person. I don't know what the process is, but this is, that's sure. what she said. Mm-hmm. She said, I put on the pendant and she only had it for one day. And she did the forgiveness process once and she forgave like 20 people. Oh. And she said, I don't understand how that worked, but your pendant supercharged the experience. So what it does is it actually is a quantum pendant and it actually processes energy because it puts you into your body. So you don't have to actually 
you mm-hmm. don't have to do a process to get yourself in your body anymore. You can wear the pendant. It gets you into your body and then automatically processes the triggers that come up for you, the, um, the issues. If you have a very, very strong person and that their energy is too strong for you, mm-hmm. um, it'll balance it out in just a few minutes of just being with that person and you'll be, you'll be fine after that. It's literally changed my life. Wow. It's on yeah. my website. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I, um, yeah, just personally, I like, like living in the same apartment, small home as, as my boyfriend, it's, uh, uh, not always easy, especially when sleep schedules are different and I'm waking up like in the middle of the night, like, oh my God, my heart is racing because like, maybe you had a nightmare or something like, you know, like it's not even me. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get that. I get that. Cause I, I can feel everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's just like, it's, it's all there. So that's amazing. That's so cool that you have that. I love how it looks from what I can see. Oh, thank on you. Here. Yeah. Um, so you can see how it looks. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Kudos on creating that. I love how, um, yeah, I, I just love how you really go for it. it. You, you went for it and I'll just say this quickly, but in the beginning, like when you, you didn't even know it was happening to you with the anxiety and still you're, and you said, I'm, I'm not sure if we had this part recorded, but you just like went in, you just like, you started doing your thing. You started figuring it out along the way too, which I think is a powerful message as well that you, you didn't necessarily speak to, but I think it is a trait of yours that is um, hopefully something that people can also take away. Just the fact that you are this, um, you know, you put your life, I mean, you, you are doing this for other people, helping them change their lives, but you changed it yourself without, somebody really except for Bruce Lipton but like he wasn't presumably there holding your hand along the way and yeah Yeah, he only gave me the science part not the energy part sure yeah so maybe just as a very final question then actually what advice do you have for someone you know on on this note of like maybe maybe they're trying to change something in their lives or create their own path or or just like they're trying to figure out something for themselves but they're scared and maybe they're dealing also with mental health as you were at the time and like what overarching whatever comes to you whatever feels natural for you for someone just to do as you did in their own way if you will for their own oh that's a great question I really appreciate you asking that um here's the thing First of all, we have to start considering that anything is possible. Because the more that we limit our thinking, the more we limit our our ability to change it or our possibilities. And I know it gets hard because I've been there in places where I wasn't even functioning, right? So when you're in that place, you don't, it's hard to, hard to open that up. But starting to open that up, I think is a really important. And the other thing is getting really grounded, putting your awareness at the base of your spine, getting really connected with yourself uh, so that you can get out of that protection place and move towards the growth place. Once you start doing that, then you can start to work on moving the energy at the cellular level of the body. And, and we, we do it many ways. Um, we do it with the pendant now. We, we do it with breathing. We do it with intention. We allow, um, sometimes the energy just moves on its own. If you give it your body the opportunity to shift, it will shift. Mm-hmm. But you, unless you give it that opportunity by getting into growth, um, like Lipton says, you've got to get into growth or it doesn't work beautifully put oh my gosh thank you so much that that was like 
That is the most beautiful way to end this. I really appreciate it. So we have beingquantum.com. Is there any anywhere else you want to point people to or? That's perfect. If you go to beingquantum.com, that would be the place to go. Everything is there. All my, all my social media and stuff is there too. Perfect. Thank you so much, Joshua. It was such a, such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for joining us on the North Star podcast. I am so grateful for your time and your presence. If you want to chime in on the conversation, you can send me a DM at Mac Val Castro on Instagram. I mean it when I say that I'm really always happy to hear from you, be it with regards to your insights gleaned from this episode or with regard to your own unfolding journey at large. I do believe that we each have our own North Star and it's our duty to do the inner work to get to know ourselves so that we can live in harmony with our souls, carry out our calling, and serve others with the gifts we have each been uniquely blessed with in this lifetime. Thank you again for joining us and I'll see you next time.